This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Let's begin today, though, with some good news. This may turn out to be a pretty forgettable day for U.S. President Donald Trump with a vote looming this afternoon on his new health care proposal. Or if it goes down to defeat, I guess they'll want to call it Paul Ryan's health care proposal. But it does appear as though it is going to go down to defeat. Donald Trump, though, insisting on a debate in the House today. Uh, so that's what everybody in the U.S. media is focused on this afternoon. For us here in Canada, I guess what's much more relevant to us is the decision Donald Trump announced earlier today. And that is that the Keystone XL pipeline has received, will receive, a presidential permit. Here's a little bit from uh, Trump this morning. Oh, wait a sec. Let's uh, cue that up again here. Hang on a sec. Here we go. Donald Trump this morning. Today we begin to make things right and to do things right. All right. Uh, well, here's one where, again, though the president suggests that this approval isn't quite the final step. Keystone finished. They're going to start construction when? Well, we got some work to do in Nebraska to get our permits there. So Nebraska. we're looking forward to working through I'll with call uh, the local. Uh, <laughs> you know why Nebraska is a great governor? They have a great governor. Well, maybe they do. Let's hope that they do. Because, yeah, there, there are some steps along the way here still. This is not the final word. Uh, the, and, and, but I, I think this is all doable. So there's some issues still in Nebraska to sort out. That, that's okay. There may be court challenges. There will likely be protests and maybe blockades or uh, who knows what. But this is an important step. Trans-Canada President Russ Gerling was there on hand to witness the signing and thanked the president. But we're very relieved and, and very much just want to get to work. So- there's thousands of people that are just you know, ready and itching to, to get to work. We've got a lot of work to do in the field. And, and just expanding on that point, here's Gerling saying that, yeah, there is a lot more work to be done before we can actually get shovels in the ground. I obviously have to engage with you know, local landowners, tri- tribal communities. Uh, so we're reaching out to those over the, the, the coming months uh, to get the other necessary permits that we need. And then we look forward to start construction. Okay, I'm sure Nebraska will be good. Pete is a fantastic governor. He's done a great job, and I'll, I'll call him today. Well, I wonder if he got around to that. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's hope that that can be sorted out. And, and the good news is, too, is that the southern leg of Keystone XL is already built. So this is the northern leg. Uh, so hopefully, if things can happen quickly and construction can get started quickly, this, this could be operational relatively soon. So I, I think there's some excitement around that, justifiably so. Uh, here's some reaction from Ottawa Federal Natural Resources Minister James Carr applauding the decision. A car says it's good news for both Canada and the United States. This will create thousands of jobs on both sides of the border. All of the approvals are already in place in Canada. TransCanada has to seek further approvals in the United States, but uh, we're encouraged by it. Uh, we think it's yet another example of how the Canada-U.S. energy relationship is in the interests of both countries. So a little bit more from Carr on that point, uh, recognizing that there's still more work to be done, but that, that standing here today, he's feeling pretty positive. We think this is a good day for the Canada-U.S. energy relationship because we can demonstrate that there are thousands of good jobs that will be created on both sides of the border. And, by the way, an awful lot of economic activity, particularly in Alberta, at a time when that economic activity is most welcome. 
All right. Well, look, in fairness to the Alberta, or rather to the federal liberals, they, they've long said they'd support Keystone XL. I think they like to to criticize the Harper government and blaming them for the failure of the previous president to approve this. So this kind of landed in their lap in a way. Uh, But they've been pretty consistent, more or less, that they they do support Keystone XL. Uh, On the other hand, we have Rachel Notley, who is not at all consistent on this issue. In fact, Rachel Notley uh, once opposed Keystone XL. And many of her supporters, like the Alberta Federation of Labor, Gil McGowan, adamantly and vehemently oppose Keystone XL. I think they still do. But they become awfully quiet now that Rachel Notley has pivoted to now uh, be a supporter of Keystone XL. Uh, Rachel Notley issued a statement today that reads as follows, quote, I would like to congratulate TransCanada for the hard work they've put into this appro- approval. This project is going to support nearly 6,000 jobs during construction, over 400 full-time jobs in Alberta, while also providing access to new and existing U.S. markets. While Keystone XL progresses, we are also going to continue our work to make sure we can get Alberta's resources to Canadian Tidewater, creating jobs, helping our industry grow, and diversifying our export markets. Uh, So that's the statement from uh, Rachel Notley today. Now, we can do both, obviously. Uh, we can build Keystone XL. We can hopefully get the Trans Mountain expansion built, hopefully get Energy East built. That would all be terrific. So this is a very positive first step. But still more work to be done. Now, obviously, as mentioned, that can include possibly lawsuits. That can include uh, hangups in, in Nebraska. Uh, certainly the environmental movement in the United States uh, that made Keystone XL such a hot-button issue in the first place. They're not just going to roll over on this. Uh, Here's a little bit more from one analyst, Auspice uh, Capital Advisors founder Tim Pickering, and saying, yeah, there's some hurdles to be cleared here, but says if and when it is built, this is going to provide enhanced returns for the Canadian industry. This is going to be good news. What's it worth in terms of oil differentials? You know, putting 800,000 barrels through that pipe is important because we have a, uh, we definitely have a capacity constrained issue with getting oil out of Alberta. Um, it's probably worth a couple bucks in the differential. Right. So th- this is a big deal, and this matters. And that's what's been frustrating about uh, the, the NDP in Alberta and Rachel Notley's previous opposition to Keystone XL is that they just couldn't see or wouldn't see the benefit. You know, they bought into the Gil McGowan rhetoric about Keystone XL being a job killer. This notion that we need to build more upgraders and refineries here, that if we're exporting bitumen, we're exporting jobs to Texas. It's not the case at all. Because the most value-added job in Alberta is involved in extraction. That's where we get the most value-added. And we need to get that product to market. We need these pipelines. So maybe they've come around, maybe it's all out of convenience and they still believe what they previously believed, but what are they going to do? Maybe it's a moot point because it looks as though Keystone XL is going to happen. And that is good news. And I think it's something to keep in mind when you hear the premier uh, position herself as, as a champion of pipelines, why they for so long refused to see the obvious benefits of projects like this. 403-974-8255 is our number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.